I'm Dr. Lara Devgan. I'm a plastic surgeon in New York City, the CEO of Scientific Beauty, and of course, a major beauty enthusiast. You are listening to Beauty Bosses, where we chat with fellow industry leaders who are shaping beauty, fashion, wellness, and all things pretty. Okay, I'm so excited about today's episode of my podcast, Beauty Bosses, because I have the two amazing women from the Mom Brain podcast, Ilaria Baldwin and Daphne Oz. Welcome. Thank Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, I am huge fans of both of you guys, and I wanted to just jump right in because this is a rapid-fire brief podcast. So, um, Daphne, I would love for you to start and tell people about what you do besides the Mom Brain podcast. Oh, sure. Um... My name is Daphne. I am the mom of three young children um, with a fourth on the way. I love doing the Mom Brain Podcast with Ilaria. I host a show called, well, a series called uh, The Dish on Oz, which we've been doing every Wednesday on the Dr. Oz Show, which is me and a bunch of foodie friends hanging out, talking about whatever we want to talk about over a delicious meal and some good drinks, you know, up until a certain point for me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, and sharing great family-friendly recipes, easy things to do tonight working on my next cookbook, and um, I will have an exciting TV project to announce, but I can't talk about it yet. Oh my God, (laughs) we are going to stay so tuned for that. But I wanted to ask you, since you are kind of a diet guru, and um, I remember when your um, first college, like freshman 15, like Princeton dorm room diet diet book came out, (laughs) and I loved that. I read it when I was like, you know, in school. Amazing. but I wanted to ask you, what are a couple of things that people should think about adding to their diet instead of subtracting from their diet? That's a great framework. I think that we so often focus on what's off limits instead of what is totally inbounds, and the inbounds should be a much bigger um, uh, group. I So something that I learned writing the dorm room diet, which was, again, I wrote it as a college student. I wrote it for college students with the idea being you've limited skill sets in the kitchen, you've limited storage space, limited money, limited time to think about these things. That is so much replicated in the average working person's life and especially in, in busy mom's lives. So I, um, one of the first tips I developed for myself was crowd out the bad options. So if you go into my bag or my um, my pantry, my kitchen, the the things that are most prevalent are good choices so that I'm, if I try not to let myself get hungry before I make a decision. But I also keep things like, um, you know, I, I went, I made a whole list of snacks the other day for someone and it was um, everything from you know Gigi crackers spread with almond butter um, and some banana or apples or raisins to um, spread with you know a sort of low-fat cheese with tomatoes and fresh herbs. You can do hummus with carrots. You can have an apple with almond butter. You can have um, air popped popcorn. You can have all kinds of things that are absolutely um, you know I always I look for a rule uh, for myself of having most of my meals con- uh, consist of protein, fat healthy carbohydrates, and hydration. I feel like hydration is the element people forget about all the time. Your body is so much liquid, and the way that your brain communicates to you that you're hungry or thirsty is almost exactly the same. So chances are you're thirsty when you're thinking that you're hungry. So I try to make sure that I have tons of salads and tons of leafy greens and lots of cucumbers and celery and things that are naturally very hydrating. and so I would, you know, certainly look for for foods like that fiber, obviously. Um, and then the last thing I would say is some people get a kick out of this, uh, but it's count to your age before you cheat. 
And I don't look at food, any foods as cheating. <laughs> That's I, why kids eat so badly because <laughs> it's like, like one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's one of those things where I really believe I make health a priority, not an obsession. I really believe in conscious eating, but more than anything, I want to celebrate with my food and enjoy it. And that means there has to be plenty of room for indulgence. But in order to be able to enjoy it, it can't be shameful. It can't be hidden. It can't be rushed. It can't be you running by a coworker's desk, swiping some half-eaten, stale, store-bought brown. It has to be you saying, if I really want to eat this, I'm going to savor it and enjoy it. Or I'm going to go again, not have this and wait and have a delicious dessert out to dinner with my husband on the weekend or something like that. Yeah. And Ilari, I feel like you do a really good job of integrating healthy eating into your kids. And you're always doing all of the hands-on stuff um, with them. How do you do all of that? Most of the time, except for right now when I'm when I'm here. I mean, you know, I, I want to be as present as possible for all of my children. Everybody says, and you guys know this so well, that it goes so quickly. And I don't want to miss a moment. Um, so I try to be there to cook with them and do bath time and bedtime. And, you know, I have a very weird work schedule where some days I'm, you know, coming here and shooting mom brain with Daphne or some days I'm doing a campaign with, with a company or sometimes I'm working with extra or, you know, I mean, I'll, I've got a million different things that I do. Um, and then the days that I don't, I really focus on being home and being with my kids and dropping them off at school and picking them up and trying to be the mom that that I feel like they want and need. Um, and so, so yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I try to maximize my time with them as much as possible. Well, you've done, I mean, professionally, you've really developed a brand. Like, I feel like you are a brand and you yeah, have this. It's so hard to actually see yourself. You yeah, I see you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, at least somebody you knows what I'm doing. Do. People will ask me, they'll be like, well, what do you, what what do, you do? do? Like, what do you yeah. do with people who, How do you people who don't that? know? question and a lot of times i'm like i don't know i I often will just say i'm a yoga teacher and then they look at me and then like my husband will be like look at me like when was the last time you taught a yoga class i'm like okay a couple months ago um definitely worked since then i mean i do i do love yoga and that is my that is my passion um so yeah no i don't really know what i do but i'm figuring it out and working along the way and having a lot of kids I feel like that's something that we all have in common. We have like a lot of kids between us. We have a lot of. Ch- I mean, you you win. We should you win. Like, I, if we had a group play day, like no one else oh would God. ever talk to us again. <laughs> that's but, the whole thing. With, like when you get invited to birthday parties, I mean, guys, you're like, mm, which ones are invited? Fourteen kids. Can you yeah. imagine rolling deep into like any diner? I mean, no one would take <laughs> us. It's so crazy. With our family, we need a group reservation when we go for dinner. Yeah, what is the private room? room? Traveling is tough. Yeah, it's hard. How do you guys travel with your kids? Not well. (laughs) I actually just don't travel very often. Um, We we try to do that. We're about to go to, um, we're working with the United Nations for a sustainable food conference in Milan. And we are going to travel for the first time overseas with all of our children. And I'm very, very nervous about it. It's exciting, though. I look, the traveling part sucks. It sucks for everyone. The, I dread airplanes. And the only way I get through them is with more snacks than you think any human could possibly mm-hmm. survive with. And, um, and you know, it is a time for fun games. Certainly, we bring, we bring all the little sort of... Um, mess-free toys or as or as mess-free as possible and stickers and things like that but it's also ipad time i mean you just do whatever you need to do to get through it and then once you're there it's the most blissful mm-hmm. experience once i'm there i'm so happy it's i just awesome. never actually want to do the going part yeah. the going part is like horrible i have nightmares i'm uh, having nightmares about it and we're weeks away 
Okay, so I wanted to ask you guys another question. How do you handle being public figures, but also trying to have a private life? And, you know, what are some of the hardest things about being recognizable public figures when you're out with your family just trying to, like, hold it together and get them to cross the street and stuff like that? I think my, I don't know how about your your kids. I think my kids don't quite understand. Carmen, our five-year-old who understands things more than other ones, she said to us, because we don't really talk about, fame and at home we don't watch tv um we were in the car and she said that one of her friends at school she, she said mommy can i tell you something absolutely amazing um and i said yeah and she said do you know that we're like really famous and i was like as i'm driving oh my god and um do you need do you need to five five okay that's a five sign um and i got um i got i was like well what does that mean what does it mean to be famous and um and she said it means that um Oh, or I said, what does she mean by that? And she said, because she, how do you know that? And she said, because she has a, she has a book about us. And I'm thinking, a book? And then I realized that she's talking about a magazine because they're five. And they're oh, like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's yeah. a book and we're yeah. on the cover probably. And so then she has an entire book about us. And I said, what does that mean? She says, it means that I'm our very, very, very favorite friend in all of school. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it means. But it's interesting, especially, you know, I mean – you know, I, I am me, but their dad, I mean, my husband is very, very famous and very recognizable. Um, and so as we're walking down the street, you know, a lot of people will come up and ask for a picture or interrupt us as we're doing something. And, and it's usually out of a very sweet, sweet place. But it's interesting to try to create the rhythm of, of kids and have them like, why does everybody know my dad's name? And why do we want a picture with them? And they've even got started saying like my my three year olds like says I I don't take pictures with children because my husband always says he says I don't take pictures when I'm with so my children funny. and so he's like I don't take pictures <laughs> with children. <laughs> so it's gonna I go over they, well at the birthday. Exactly. Yeah, like they, they, I think that they don't really understand. I don't know about you, but I feel like my kids are we've de- did a, done a pretty good job at keeping them protected from yeah. it. But at the yeah. same time, we are. We are their parents, and it it is their reality. And just as you know, your kids have a doctor mommy, you know, and yeah. and that's that's their reality. And so eventually, they're gonna have to come to terms with. It. I think just the most important thing is to say, this doesn't mean that we're better. I know that society often puts this whole like illusion around fame. That you know, there's teachers and there's doctors and there's people who fix cars and there's people who do. And everybody has a job, and this just happens to be the job of your parents, and that comes with all of these different things. I think the most important thing is to keep them grounded. It's funny. I wonder if in this day and age, all children don't feel like they're growing up under a microscope yeah, in some way, with some point. level of scrutiny and some level of everyone kind of knowing about them that. At least, social media, yeah. Media. Like yeah. I feel like you know you you don't see these people all the time, and you and yet you know they know that you, you were a unicorn at so and so's birthday party. Like it's got to be a weird feeling of how did you know that? Like even Philomena, I'll get her teachers very sweetly send pictures home every day, and so when I pick her up, I'll say, oh, I saw you were you know I saw you put purple blocks in a row today or whatever, and she's like, how did you know that? And so it's this weird <laughs> like you know the state is watching type of thing for them. But I also, you know, the, the fame thing is interesting because um, when I, when, when Philomena was just becoming sort of conscious and aware enough to notice these things when she was like two, um, my dad, for some reason, was on every bus in New York City, like literally every bus. And so she was learning how to talk and she was learning to recognize things and she would go runka, runka every time the bus went by, which was so crazy and weird. And so I think they've kind of grown up in this world where, look, a lot of the time when we're out, um, it's you know at farmers markets and grocery stores and 
airports and places where people have watched a lot of daytime TV and they've grown up. These people have eaten lunch with me every day or, or they, you know, they trust my dad to give them insights on their own bodies. Like it's a extremely a precious and and um and personal relationship that they feel they have it's a very i'm not i'm not like an actress i'm not a celebrity that they that they know from a distance they they feel like they've had actually eaten mm-hmm. lunch with me and i think that that um that creates a, a weird familiarity even for adults of like do i know you or do you think you know me like it's a weird <laughs> thing because they'll say hey like we're friends and we'll never have met but it's a very nice feeling so i think my kids feel like um like maybe at this point they just feel like the whole world is full of friends to them which presents its own challenge as lovely as that sounds it presents challenges of how do you teach kids to be respectful but to know their own boundaries and to know who is safe to talk to who's not safe to talk to not good but up until this point it's been i would say like a 99 percent positive exactly what you're saying i mean daphne and i are people who who help other people you know whether mine's through fitness and all my stuff and yours is through food and all of your stuff you know and I think that that is such a precious place to be to be somebody and you know this very well from being a doctor to be somebody that people come to when they when they feel they need comfort or they need advice or something I mean every single day I wake up and I'm grateful that this is my job and to have our kids look at us and say wow people like my mommy and my mommy has been working really really hard and she helps people and is making the world a better place at least that that's what i feel like we're doing you know i i think that that is is pretty special so i think as long as you keep it in a certain level of focus and then really understanding what what matters in the end in the end of the day what matters and being able to close the door and have a little bit of privacy i think i think that we'll figure it out i don't yeah. know <laughs> and what do you do with um internet trolls like how do you, how do you handle that and then do you have any advice the nicest for your, thing you can yeah. do is you block them because they get <laughs> they get their comment gets deleted that's the nicest thing you can do because we have very lovely communities and followings and i've noticed if i leave a comment up there that person just gets demolished you don't have to say anything you just leave it there mm-hmm. um and then you know recently as i you know went through what i went through last week where i had miscarriage i had a um a couple times because people were being so open and sharing their own stories a couple of times people just wrote these like horrible horrible things or basically about like you shouldn't share when you're going through something difficult and everybody you know was, was saying the exact opposite of like wow this gives me the ability yeah. to share as well and so I, I i posted them for just a few hours in stories this is not a private email people wrote to me this is something that they wrote on a public board and you just posted up there and then they get to deal with the consequences of just saying, okay, great, you want it to be heard, you are heard, and this is what people have to say to you. And that's it, you know, because it gets to be a point, if if they're bullying me, if they're trolling me, if they're trolling Daphne or any, any other person out there, they're doing it to everybody. These are serial trollers. Yeah. They go around and that's what they do all day long. And it's cruel. And it's, it's cruel. Vicious, I, to be quite yeah. honest, I've gotten to a point where it actually doesn't, hurt my feelings it used to hurt my feelings so much but yeah. like, I actually don't cry about it but it upsets me when people are coming on a place to share and then they feel like it's not a safe place and so I will call that out a couple of times and then it's done you yeah. do that and then they and stop doing it because through, it's not the response they wanted if you're going through something so personal and um, heartbreaking like a miscarriage and you're 
like the kind of person like you who wants to use a public forum to shed light on this conversation that so many of us have gone through and have been afraid to mm-hmm. talk about. And so many women have stories like this pent up. You're like doing this huge service. And it, it shocks me that people would use that opportunity to be cruel to others. But, that, but that's ultimately yeah. what it is. It is shocking. My daughter said it perfectly the other day when she obviously knows nothing about this. But she said, you know, mommy, do you know that there's more good people in the world than bad people? And I'm like, Carmen, that's such a nice oh. thing to say. She's like, well, it's true. I was like, okay, fine. I'll stop it being in awe of your like positive moment. And I think that that's the important thing as well is like whenever you know on social media and and for us who have very, you know, have bigger followings that we we get a lot of comments and when that negative one can sometimes stick out. But how many times you see people say, oh, I love you, or, you're great, or that's so great, or I'm inspired yeah. to do the same thing, or thank you for helping me. That's the majority of it, and we kind of have to stick with that. And that's my feelings. If you're not gonna call out and praise everyone who says lovely things. I, you don't want to dwell no. on the like one person who says something nasty, be, especially because it was so much more reflective of them and what's going on internally for them than it has it has nothing and, to do with us. And usually, it's just the most preposterous thing in the world. Like it's, yesterday, I posted a photo of Carmen, um, and she's drinking Martinelli's uh, apple cider, sparkling apple cider, and we're like cooking together. And some guys like, next time, don't put the alcohol so near your near. And I literally <laughs> oh wrote, she's drinking gosh. fake champagne, and people just started writing. They're like, how does it feel to be that one person? That, oh my like, god! And we're like, they're like, reading is good. They'll go through like this whole thing and just people just whatever you know but you can't you can't let that affect you because it's just so it's just so stupid but anyway well thank you so much thank for, you for so coming. much thank for you. being Great. here and um how can people reach out to you guys um well we're we made it easy at <laughs> ilaria baldwin <laughs> at daphne oz um at, at mom brain um yeah no we just yeah, i feel like our instagrams are where we where we're chatty they were very, chatty. <laughs> very chatty. We love stories. Well, we love this hearing from people. This has been so fun. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much.